Hello, everybody. My name is Juan Carlos, and welcome to OCR and Edited, where we highlight amazing coaches, athletes, and everyday people from the OCR and trail communities for fun, unscripted, and unedited conversations. Today, I have the pleasure of inviting in uh, and sitting down and talking to Susan McFarlane. Now, did I say your last name right? Yeah, yeah. That's it's Something. exactly how it's spelled is how it's said. Okay. So, how are you? I, I'm doing good today. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking. How's your day? You know what? Uh, I ran a half marathon yesterday, pushed it a little hard. Wow. Uh, so I had a climbing workout today that was a little rough, but I mean, it's all part of the journey. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And so yeah. we're, in the we're in the same time zone. So yeah. are you enjoying the beautiful weather? I so much more when we went to Red Deer, like... Yeah, so I'm holding on to this warm weather for all it's worth right now. Yeah, absorb it. Yeah. Take it in. Put it oh in the God. house. Put it in a box somewhere. <laughs> Just, I, it is so I different. It's not, like you said, night and day from Red Deer from what we experienced because we were both yeah. there uh, in comparison to what it is now. So beautiful. Uh, after this... Uh, I took a week off to relax because of my rib and just to relax my legs. But um, me and the wife were, were training and uh, we're going to go out for a run. And so I can't wait. Yes, this is the perfect weather. It's just, yeah, it's your heart rate so much lower. It's just an easier run unless you're doing a half marathon. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Um, do you like training in, in, in really hot? human conditions or are you more of the fall type where it's not as hot a little cool breezy? so i would say i actually like both so the gym i work out at uh in the summer it doesn't have ac in it and <laughs> the the rigs are wet they're sweaty it's it's a mess but That's not bad. but noticing huge payoffs now that the weather <laughs> so i would say i enjoy being forced to work out in humidity, knowing that it's just when the temperature turns, you just come out of it as being a better athlete. So basically what you're saying is you're comfortable in shitty conditions. You know, yes, <laughs> but you haven't asked me about winter because winter and the idea of like Blue Mountain being so close to Christmas yeah. is giving me like night terrors. I swear. it's I don't like that, but like, you, okay. you kept things pretty temperate so far. Okay. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll touch on Blue Mountain for sure. And then sure. the weather conditions and then what have I experienced in the past. And then, okay. But yeah. is winter not something that you like? Are you not a winter type person? So it's, I like winter sports. I'm huge into snowboarding. I do some cross-country skiing. I did downhill skiing. I grew up like in this town. So there's snowmobiling. So if I'm active, you're okay. Yes, I'm good. Okay. But every day, oh my God. I am the same way. I am not a winter guy. I don't like it. But because this is the country we live in, these are the these are the um yeah. uh the seasons. I will yeah. train, I will do what I have yeah. to to train. And, and you know what? It's helped me so much. Uh yeah. in, in, yeah. you know, in, in cold conditions, uh doing yeah. OCR. It's helped me. So thank you, Canada, for that. And thank you, the weather. <laughs> to the season yeah but i am yeah. not a winter person uh, i know 
Yeah. No, and the, I grew up on the prairies and it's colder out there, but it is like the dry cold. Like, whereas out here, it soaks into your bones and you just, you're never warm. So. Wait, you come from the prairies. I mean, that's super cold. I know it's weird. I don't know if I just had tougher skin or I didn't notice, but like I would go to university and walk like half an hour and like minus 35 weather and like. Now I'm like the, the like bundling up to my car. I'm just miserable. So I don't know. Can I explain so, it? So Susan, here for those that don't know you, and people are wondering, who is this person? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Sure. <laughs> who, is, I mean, who is Susan yeah. McFarlane? Yes. So I mean, from a work standpoint, I work as a dietitian. I've been a dietitian for ten years now. Um, I had a private practice and then I'm just kind of transitioning into a group practice where we use lifestyle medicine. So plant-based nutrition, a lot of like, you know, lifestyle approach to treating disease. So it's a pretty cool gig. Um, outside of that, I would say, you know, I'm married. I don't have kids, love animals, um, always athletic, but not into sports. Uh, so I don't have a strong athlete background I like I have never been on a team sport I've I've never done track like I've only been running for a year so okay. um so I have some untapped potential that I've clearly you know other people have kind of pointed out to me and that I'm like oh hey yeah this is working well um yeah I like to have fun I uh, I take OCR training pretty seriously but outside of that it's okay. I relax as hard as I train I would say Hmm, wonderful. Now, you mentioned that you're a registered dietitian. You've been doing it for 10 years. Yeah. Now yeah. that, like I said before we, before we got started, that plays hand in hand with what you're doing in OCR. Yeah. It's really important yeah. that our nutrition, that the food intake, um, that all these supplements that we take is, is, is the proper stuff that we're taking in to help us yeah. move forward and be the athletes we want to be and achieve whatever goals that we yeah. have. Um, so how has, well, first, first of all, talk to me about dietitian 10, you've been doing it for 10 years. What got you involved and, um, how has it helped you with OCR? Yeah. So, um, I actually became a dietitian because I was really interested in the field of nutrition after having a family member, having an eating disorder and learning about nutrition. Um, and then going through it, you know, you're exposed to so many different, uh, areas. And, um, you know, when I first graduated, I was really set on working in sports nutrition. Yep. And so I did a rotation at the Canadian Sport Institute. I worked with some speed skaters, um, who else I worked with just some track athletes and I liked it, but I was at that time, I was like, you know what, my knowledge and skill base is better served to people who are sick and diseased and dying. So for the past 10 years, I've been working in like a community kind of rules. So a lot of primary care. So anyone with diseases, you know, helping them with that. Um, but it, since I've gone into my private practice, I worked a lot with plant-based nutrition. So families, kids, you know, adults, and then eating disorders as well, because I just have, you know, a lot of experience and knowledge in the area. Um, that said, I have done training in sports nutrition. So I did like a couple courses, you know, just putting it in the background. So I was never expecting to really use this knowledge. Uh, so now I'm really applying it on a day-to-day -day basis. And 
what I can say as someone who studied nutrition and studied, you know, all the background information and all that's available and then having to apply it, it's way more simple than I believed it was in the past. You know, your body's super intuitive as well. You know, it'll tell you when you need to eat. You know, if you just know the basic guidelines. Um, So it's been interesting to, you know, see all this, I would say somewhat overwhelming nutrition information about athletics, sports nutrition, and then actually be an athlete and be like, oh, this is actually way more simple uh, to implement. But I would say my nutrition has been everything. You know, it really helps me to stay lean. Um, You know, I get a good amount of protein. I have the right supplements. And I would say the biggest thing I notice is recovery, you know, being able to run and push it at a half marathon yesterday and do a climbing workout today. Um, So that's where I'm probably seeing things pay off, especially, you know, I'm getting a bit older. So at this age now, it definitely is uh, really beneficial. That's very true. Um, With so many diet fads out there, I mean, you see it everywhere around you. Um, how does one pick, decide what diet to use, or are they even, I shouldn't say, I don't know if I should say this, but, or are they just, you know, not good for us and, you know, and how does one, uh, research, educate, learn on what nutrition, what type of diet one should be in, uh, especially involved in sport to help them improve. Yeah, for sure. And I would say, you know, I have my own personal beliefs with diet and what I choose to follow, but as dietitians, we know that that's, it's really important to be aware of that and manage that. So you're providing objective information. So if I'm working with an athlete, I always say, you know, don't worry so much about a specific dietary pattern unless you really, you know, that's what you're invested in, but you should be focused on your performance outcomes. And so a lot of, you know, these individuals who are doing very low carb diets or keto diets or things like that. I would say what the research says about those is you're just never optimizing your performance. Is that from a research standpoint, I know someone anecdotally might come back and say, no, I'm doing awesome. Great. But until it's like a large term study, we don't really buy into that. So I think, you know, but, but that's it. If someone's doing awesome, you know, whatever, as long as you're, you know, you're not deficient in anything, your health is well managed and you're winning at your sport or doing your best you can, then I'll, I won't interfere with the diet, Yeah. but it's rare that you see these diet fads that are checking all those boxes that they're performing well, they're supplement, you know, that they're meeting all their nutrient needs, that their blood work is good. So, you know, in terms of finding the data, I think, because there is so much, what I tell people is they're never sure about, you know, this fat or that fat, fat, you know, the nutrition information that has longevity, like we've always known fruits and vegetables are good for us. You know, there's the odd person yeah. that'll fight that, but that's withstood the test of time. Because, um, you know, compared to you study drug trials, studying nutrition is by far the hardest thing. Because you have to have such a controlled environment if you want good studies, but that's so expensive. So you're, it takes a long time for nutrition information to change. Um, you know, and I would say doctors are great to sometimes turn to, but sometimes there's ego involved and sometimes it's just self-directed learning. So they don't have a good approach. Yeah. Um, you know, a sports dietitian is really who I push to go work with. And 
you know, if you're in a center, there's some amazing sports dietitians in Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa, et cetera. Um, and in the virtual world, we now can access any of them. So, um, you know, I think Agreed. if it sounds too good to be true, if it sounds like, you know, no diet yeah. is new, no diet will ever be new. You know, these fads that come out, they're just renditions of what's come before. Yeah. And I find them to be temporary because a lot of us do it be just for a, a, a temporary period because of whatever, let's say, for example, sport. Um, we only have so many years in a sport till, you know, we can no longer, uh, perform at that level. And then yeah. we all fall back into our regular, uh, not nutrition, but our regular eating habit. Yes. Right? I see it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Now with me, it was trial and error with me. Yeah. My wife is my nutritionist, so she takes nice. care of the meals, but we had to learn as we go. Yeah. And then because she was also into OCR until she decided to retire out of it. Um, but it was more modifying what was working and keeping it into our and uh, using it. And then anything that wasn't working, we would have to remove and then move yeah. forward from there. It's just so trial and error. Basically, that's how we figured yeah. out what our, per our proper nutrition yeah. fueling was. Yes. Yeah. And I would say for any athlete, you know, there's the guidelines and then the practice. So I know generally what I'm looking at the night before, you know, a few hours, you know, ahead of time, but that's not going to work for every athlete. So it's always because your stomach can be such a deciding factor too. Oof. Yeah. You I know. So, yeah. So you mentioned yeah. stomach. So here yeah. is one. When you, when you did the Spartan Red Deer, yeah. it, at the end of that first race, how did you feel? How did your stomach feel? I felt, so I quit running 10 years ago because I had so much stomach distress. So I'm at a place now where there's only one type of breakfast I will ever eat. There are certain foods that I'll fuel on and that's it. So I felt awesome. I felt fantastic. I knew when to have you know, fuel during the race. Um, I actually, I did feel pretty good. Okay. Uh, but again, because I've spent so much time, you know, working and listening to my stomach to know, uh, you know, that said, I think race nerves always get you as your stomach is always having some symptoms. Okay. How did you feel at the end of the weekend doing your last race? I felt, I was shocked at how good I felt. Okay, like great. I felt pretty phenomenal. And that's where I was like, I mean, I, that said, I didn't do a beast. I just did a, a super and a sprint. But I still felt absolutely fine. Yeah. The reason I bring this up is because I sometimes, and even me, I, I train a lot, but there's a lot of athletes. It doesn't matter what level athlete you are. You can be an open, a regular Joe. You can be an elite. There's a lot of us, men and women, that go through when we do an OCR race, especially long distance, not short distance, long distance, or if you do a weekend back to back to back, or if you're a trail runner and you're doing long distance, all that impact, all that running will impact your stomach. To some oh, people, yeah. it can be really irritating at the end and you get this feeling like you got internal bleeding or somebody hit yeah. you in the gut. And, you know, and some people, 
for me, example, I get that sometimes. And so yeah. it's important. My nutrition is so important uh, that I get that right. Like you said, in the morning, I'll have a certain uh, meal that works yeah. for me. But there are some people that really get a lot of pain and they yeah. still don't know how to how to figure that part out. So nutrition is not something that you can just develop overnight. This is uh, this this takes time. Yeah. And I mean, that, that's common for everyone because why your stomach is shaky, which means, you know, that, you know, anatomically things are going to happen for that shaking. Yeah. But when you're racing and doing all of this back-to-back running, there's such a decreased blood flow to your stomach. So part of it is if you're, you know, you're doing back-to-back races, you're trying to fuel, you're trying to put in, you know, carbs and gels and whatever, it's not going to digest or it may not digest well because yep. there's just no blood flow going or very little, you know, decreased blood flow. So it's, it is really common. That's where I would say, you know, you have to have a strategic plan to figure out what works for you and timing's everything. So, you know, there exactly. are certain things I'm going to eat two, three, one hour before. So what I eat is attached to a timeline as well. Yeah, exactly. Now, yeah. when you did your beast, uh, at Red I haven't done a beast. Oh, you haven't done no, the beast yet? No, no, I only did the super in this range. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. when you did the super, super being the 10K, um, yeah. how did you find that race? You know what? I was surprised I did as well as I did because it was not, I had a lot of penalties and it was my very first race ever. So it yeah. didn't feel like a good place. But then when I look and I'm like, and I see all the mistakes I made and how much time it caught me. It made me excited because I'm like, oh, I know how to do this stuff. I just, you know, nerves or inexperience got the best of me. So it didn't feel uh, like a slam dunk. I think the conditions were rough a bit. Uh, but, you know, it's still good to get out there and just like it exactly. was rewarded. It rewarded exactly. someone. I, I caught up a lot with speed. So I tend to have some pretty good um uh, um, speed in me so that's where I was able to gain a lot of athletes um, now, yeah at any time did you uh, pop in a sodium tablet mm, I didn't do a sodium on that one because I find I'm not a super salty sweater okay I will be doing electrolytes for the beast um, but I did use some gels during the I, used, I think just one gel during the race Okay, so it's important that see I'm bringing this up because it's truly important that people understand that you know there's a lot of athletes that we we do take that because it's important. Some people don't actually need it and they do really well, but that's because they've been training at this for a very long time. I take that stuff. I take sodium tablets and then more gels when I do a beast or anything longer than that. Uh, For a sprint, I wouldn't. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so you did really well. You didn't really need it when you did your super. Yeah, I feel pretty, I feel pretty good with that. And I think just because I don't think I was sweating that, you know, with the temperature, like it was not a huge sweat endeavor, but you know, for the beast, absolutely. I think anything longer than 10 is kind of my cutoff where I start to really be mindful of like, when am I feeling, what do I need added into my water to keep going after this? You know, nutrition is such an important part of just like it is you being a dietitian and it, it just comes hand in hand with OCR or when sports, it's truly yeah. important. 
So before we continue and talk in more depth in, in, in OCR and red deer, um, let me ask you, nutrition, how do you, how do you, how did you feel for red deer that weekend? Yeah. So I would say, you know, I, I eat plant-based myself, so it was, you know, I do eat a lot of carbs naturally, okay. but it was a focus on making sure that I'm, I'm not neglecting my carb intake. Part of the challenge for red deer is I was staying with family who, you know, were cooking for me. So that was a lot of nerve wracking. <laughs> so what I would say for feeling is the night before race, beans yeah. are my go-to. I want to eat beans. I want to eat potatoes. I want to eat like beans with potatoes or beans with rice or beans with something else. Yeah. And I always eat a ton of vegetables. And I swear that's important for recovery. Um, the morning of, I'm an oatmeal girl. And the type of oats you use does matter. Like get away from steel cut. Well, it depends how much time you have. You know, you want low fiber. So I'm always doing some steel cut oats with some peanut butter in it. I do soy milk. I do fruit. I like bananas. It feels better. And then leading up to the race, I like to do more carbs. So people sometimes see fruit to fuel a few hours before, an hour before. Yeah. Not the best yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah, don't do fruit. I mean, fruit does not absorb well in your intestine. Go with white carbs. So I love pretzels. Are my like salt. They're easy to digest. <laughs> yeah. Fiber is, I don't, I, I yeah, like you said, I, I don't take fiber. Why? why would i need to i yeah, can't stop yeah. go to the <laughs> I, no, no i wouldn't take it yeah. yeah yeah the biggest message i can give an athlete is before you race whatever you eat and especially i get this with plant-based athletes because there's so much fiber it should be low fiber low yes. low fat and a little bit of protein is fine but be careful because too much is also going to stay in your stomach you that's right want, like you don't want fruit you want like like Cheerios, pita bread, white crackers, potatoes. Those are my like go-to feeling foods. I have peanut butter uh, and and jam. I'll yeah, have that. Amazing. Simple as yeah. that. And I'll have yeah. a hard-boiled egg. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really easy stuff. It yeah. doesn't have yeah. to be complicated. No. People, some no. people complicate this. Oh my God, I need a little bit of this, that, that. No, don't complicate yeah. things. Yeah. Treat it like it's just yeah. as a regular day. The only thing different is you're going to go for a run. So don't take things yeah. that are going to make you go when you're running yeah. <laughs> and be smart. Race is, yeah, race day is never the time to experiment with something new. Like you <laughs> no. should eat something. <laughs> like your breakfast before a run should never, ever change. It should be yeah. the same thing. As much as you can exactly yeah. now red deer it's your first experience in ocr it's a spartan yeah. race uh we were there you you know you were there with uh sean and the uh of of outlaw ocr yeah. um so talk to me about that experience talk to me about what were your thoughts your feelings walking in into this event that you're this yeah. is your first time going into and you don't know exactly what you're going to face you don't know yeah. what you're going to endure um so you're walking into this talk to me about yeah walk me through what you were thinking what you were seeing yeah i would say you know my biggest concern going in on saturday was actually the weather and that was like because i'm used to training in a gym the obstacles are well, they're a little sweaty, but you know, 
So that, that was my biggest challenge because then I started to think about different techniques, which I had practiced and like, so that's where most of my stress came from. There were certain obstacles that I was most worried about. So I was yeah. thinking about those. Um, I think it was just, it was awesome to see so many athletes out there. Um, you know, we had talked strategy of it, you know, Sean and I leading up, you know, where to even be on the start line, um, you know, when to push, when to not push. And, you know, I find that helpful because it's in the back of my mind as I'm going through things. And sometimes you have to abandon it because you're just, it's not your race or, you know, things are a bit challenging. Um, but yeah, going into it, I was, I was pretty excited. I would say I learned, you know, with super is how much, how important it is to train for those conditions. Cause I mean, we live in Canada and the races we go to, yeah. you can't control it. Yeah. Um, but I would say, you know, super going into that day, you know, I failed some things on super that I was shocked by that. I was like, I don't fail this ever. What happened? Uh, so that's I was good. just mentally, sorry, but that's good in a way that you failed. Yeah, so, yeah. The next day. So I was thinking about, I'm like, and I failed because I tried to do a new technique because I was worried about the wet that I practice and I saw other mm -hmm. athletes do. Um, so the, you know, leading up into Sunday, I was already just like, whatever, it's just a sprint. It'll be fine. Just, you know, um, and, uh, and I just focused on doing my technique, what I know, thankfully the weather was a bit better. And as soon as I got the first, you know, obstacles down and my pacing, I just, my confidence just soared. So um, yeah, but I will Good. say, you know, not having a reference being all, you know, people are talking about these, but like, I have no idea what to expect. So you can't really worry about something that you have no idea about. So exactly. it's useful. Yeah. You, don't worry about what you can't control. Worry about what you can, especially yeah. when you're when you're coming up to a, a, an obstacle. You know, don't worry about it. Do your best. Yeah. It's okay to fail. It's okay. Yeah. In life, we have to fail. I fail, but we have to. In order for you to grow and to be an athlete or to be uh, to achieve great goals in life, it doesn't have to yeah. be just in sports. You have to fail. You have to know those weaknesses and be able to improve from there and then grow. Yeah, that's great. So I'm glad that you did make mistakes because now it, it, it helped you, one, when you did the sprint, I, I'm, uh, if I'm correct. Yes, yeah, definitely, 100%. And it, yeah, and it's, you know, in talking about it with Sean and being able to say, it just helps you to know. And that's where I get excited because I have that, that athletic yeah. drive that I'm like, Oh, okay. This is what I've got to focus on. I've got to, you know, I think my takeaway is don't get comfortable in your training. The minute I think you're too comfortable, you're not failing. You're not, you know, you're just doing well and the ego's there. Well, you're, you're not going to get better and you're going to fail on course. So that was a good, it was a good learning lesson for me that first race. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I almost failed the monkey bars because it was wet at the super and it was so wet and the bars are really thick to hold on to. But I mean, I, I, I managed to stop, think, collect myself and then continue, hit the bell and continue. Uh, so it, like I said, it's, it's easy. You can, you know, it, don't worry about what you can control. Worry about what you can at the present moment. 
And so I, I was, for me, even for me, I've been doing this for a very long time. You know, there are obstacles now, especially with the new ones that are coming in into the, from the U.S. here in Canada. You know, it's, you know, it's okay to fail because you're oh, yeah. going to do it again. You're going to come across it. You're going to face that obstacle again. So don't worry about it. Just train, do what you're supposed to. Follow the lead of your coach. For example, you have Sean of yeah. OCR, and you're going to get better at it to the point where you're going to be so confident that every time you see that, that obstacle, it's going to be yeah. easy breezy. Yeah, such a good mantra for life. That's why I love OCR is it's yeah. equal parts mental and physical. Like you really, you're training everything. So it's awesome. Exactly. So yeah. now you're doing the super. You failed a few obstacles. Those obstacles. Uh, which, which, the, the first one that you failed, which one was it? It was the monkey bars. Oh, I felt that. Uh, well, so that's where I was trying to do different techniques and I had gloves on and I never came with gloves. And I'm like, no, we're not doing gloves. I learned that. And like, I felt a little okay, you know, cause I watched a lot of the elite women fail. So I'm like, oh, and I think that I even got him ahead of it. Cause I'm like, well, they're not getting through what's, you know, so that was where, you know, my confidence was shook a lot. Um, so it was a lot of, you know, for me, the things I failed was like the grip stuff. Like, and that's where I've never trained grip in my life until like a couple months ago. So like, that's yeah. where I'm really focusing and, and grip in perfect conditions. I do well with grip in wet is where I'm like, oh man, this is, yeah, it's hard. It's, 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 sure. it's hard sure. and it can really play. It can really have a an effect on you when you see elite uh, male and woman failing in a certain obstacle. It yeah. makes you think like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! If they're failing, yeah. how like what? You know, I yeah. could easily fail too. Oh my god, I'm going to fail! And people get into that yeah. mind state, and and they and they allow it to happen. Yeah, I had to like totally. before. It, it used to affect me like that, and so it's like I don't even bother with that. No. Yeah. No, I go in confidently. So yeah. now you're running in the super. You're halfway through. How are you feeling? Um, how am I feeling? I mean, it's it's helpful for me because I sometimes look at people ahead of me and I'll like mark them and yeah. say, can you catch up to them? <laughs> um, you know, I, you know what I have to say, actually halfway through was when I got my speed back up. So the obstacles that I crush are anything strength-based because my background is in weightlifting, um, you know, as a dancer. So anything legs, body weight strength that I just, I caught up so quickly and I had some speed. So the middle, I was actually feeling pretty confident. So um, I was starting to think, okay, this is going well. And then, you know, spear throw, things like that. It was like, ah, that's where, you know, you lost it again. Okay. So you're close to the end now and you're coming yeah. up to the spear throw. How did you do? I did not. That's where, no, no, <laughs> got to work on spear throw. Both days did not get that spear. And that's where, you know, <laughs> at that race. I, I finished the super and like, I was like, oh, maybe I finished, you know, I didn't know how many people were racing, but I like, I did not think I had done well. So when Sean said, no, no, you've done, at first I finished second and then there was a late start. So I dropped to third. Um, that was, that took me by surprise. I was like, this didn't feel like a good race. 
when I heard about it, I was so ecstatic and happy for you. Here's somebody yeah. new coming into this sport. Wow, she got third. This is going to boost her confidence. She's going to yeah. now go into sprint with this high confidence. Yeah, and I knew, like, I kind of knew I had won sprint when I crossed that finish line. Just because I, I just, it was my, it was a race where I just, like, I'm like, oh, I know these obstacles. I know how to do all of these well. And as soon as I got the monkey bars, I'm just like, I'm like, you know, they might be a little damp, but you know this technique. Just do what you've always done. And so after that, I was like, okay, everything else is fine. You've got speed. You've got strength. And I just knew I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure I won. And yeah, it was there. So we were happy cool. watching you. We were happy watching you go. And Thanks. we knew that, okay, you know what? I think she's going to do really well. Thanks. And yeah. so, and Thank look you. at you. And you won first. That yeah. is truly cool. nice. Yeah. Now. The race is, the, the, the weekend's over, yeah. now all back to normal, you know. Yeah. So before we touch on Blue Mountain and your training, uh, let's talk about your coach, who you yeah. have the shirt, you're representing it, Outlaw OCR, Mr. Sean Filatro. Yeah. Uh, talk to us about how did you come in contact with him? How did he come into this, in, into the picture? Yeah. He's your coach. He's training you. So talk to me about the, all, the, all that. Yeah, well, I was doing this um, just through my gym and some of the trainers. So I was working at our OCR Academy, which, you know, they have great classes, uh, fun to do, uh, signed up from some gardens. But when I do something, I don't want to just do it. I want to do it well. Um, you know, and I, I was good at, in the classes. I was good at the stuff. I was like, okay, you know, I, I think I have some potential here. And then just as a community, you know, I found out a lot of people in the Ottawa area trained with this guy. Um, so I just fired off a message to him and um, turns out I had, uh, I st we started off together with a hamstring tear. I spent most of like, like I spent, we had a compressed week to train like 10 weeks because I had this injury that I was healing from. But I would say, you know, just working with Sean and um, the feedback I get is you get from him what you put in. Like he's really fear committed and training well, like he's right there with you. And, and I really appreciate, you know, he's calm and collected and he seems to have like an IQ about the sport. Um, you know, that's just fantastic. And for me that has athletic skill, but no athletic knowledge, you know, he just is coming in and complimenting that so well and, and really, yeah. You know, because I don't know how to run. I mean, I know how to run, but not not pace myself. I didn't know what a cadence was like six months ago. So like just him coming in and like being like, you know, really taking my hand in the beginning and like this is how you run. This is a cadence. This is how you track it. You know what? Let me ask you this before we continue. Um, and, and, and you'll see why I'm asking okay. you this question. So when you when you went into the super, into the starting line, where were you standing? Were you at the front or were you midway or were you at the back? Of oh, I, was at, I was at the front. I you was at the front? At the front, yeah. Okay. yeah. When you went into the sprint, were you in the same spot? Yeah. Yeah, I almost missed my call okay. for the sprint, but I pushed through to get those. Okay, to the front, I right? Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm asking you for a reason because okay. depending on your confidence level, Depending on how you believe, how much, if you believe in yourself or if not, yeah. it will depend on where you put yourself in there. Because yeah. those yeah. that are not as confident and they don't feel that they're, you know, they got the skill level to perform, 
they're going to stand a little back because they just don't feel confident. But when you're yeah. confident, when you believe in yourself, when you believe in all the training, whether you're doing, you've done it yourself or you have a coach like yeah. Sean, you will get to the front. You will push those barriers away from you and you will get up there. So that's why I ask you with Sean, from what I've seen, from what I know, and from just from, from seeing friends, for example, badass moms of OCR that train with him. Uh, Oh, they're yeah. badass as these ladies. They are. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, they're all very confident. So that's why I'm asking you that. So having Sean with you, would you feel that he's improved your game and you're and he's brought up this confidence in you that no other? A hundred percent. Cause like I'm not, you know, because I have no reference, I have no idea how I perform compared to other athletes. So some of the testing he does for me, and when we talk about it. He, I get that feedback to know where I am and, you know, know where, you know, what potential I have yet to go. So, um, absolutely. I would say, you know, pacing wise, and I've done a fun few like races around here, like at Ryan Dawson's, if you know, like some of the, yeah, the champions of OCR. Yeah. 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 So I've done some of that stuff and I have always done well and just known that I'm fast and, um, or that I can be fast. So, you know, I don't go into things. You know, I, if I can't do well at it, I tend to not want to do it, which is not always the best attitude. But so you don't have fast it. No, no, I'm I'm all in. You're all in. Yeah. You should yeah. be, and you have to. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. agree with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, totally agree with you. And I take this that quote. I take it from Matthew McConaughey, where don't have fast things. No, it doesn't yeah. matter what it is that you do or where are you in life. It doesn't matter what it is. Don't have fast it. Yeah. That yeah, shortcut's not going to do you any well. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm like, if you're going to do something, commit to it. Do it That's well. Right. Reach your potential. And, you know, because otherwise, why are you doing it? Why, you know? Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. We should just end this interview right now with just yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a key nugget to take away. Yeah. That is just, I, I, I like the way you're thinking. And Sean, you're yeah. doing so well. What are some of the... You know what? I'm going to save this question. So okay. let's now move on to this part of your, this block right now that you have free for training yeah. and pre in preparation for blue. Are you going to blue mountain? Yeah, I'm doing a beast at blue mountain. So that's all I'm doing there. Cause it's, uh, I don't okay. want to kill myself. So yeah, I'm, doing <laughs> I'm going to tell you that blue mountain is a whole different, this is not a flat course. This is not red deer. This is not those rolling hills. And Red Deer, I mean, Blue Mountain is where they had the OCR World Championships uh, back in 2016 and 2017. Nice. It is oh, uh, Blue Mountain. It is a special place. It's a special place to a lot of us athletes that were there. Uh, it just it, it holds a really special place in our hearts. And now going back into um, going back there to race, doing a Spartan yeah. trifecta weekend there, the last one is yeah. a special moment for all of us, myself um and so you're gonna love it but this is not a flat course yeah this is what i've heard so yeah we're doing a lot of climbing a lot of trail yeah. running a lot of hill work oh yeah uh you know speaking with johnny wade uh, johnny wade is a race spartan race director so okay yeah, i mean he just having him do it he makes sure that it's going to be unique and he makes sure that you are going to remember that race 
<laughs> I'll leave it at that. Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and part of it is like, I have no idea what's coming. I'm just, I, you know, I, I know how I perform as a, as a short endurance athlete. Like I do yeah. well. I don't know how I perform as a long distance. I ran 21 K twice in my life. Like I have not run. So this is what I mean is like, you know, I'm, I'm such a new athlete that I don't know. I'm just going to try my best and see what happens. And, and then I'll know where I do well and where I don't do well. So have you and Sean already sat down and talked about what your training is going to look like for yeah. the next few weeks uh, until Blue Mountain? Yeah, we, we actually had a, a long chat yesterday about, you know, just my race career and, and what we want to do with it. But, you know, we're being somewhat cautious just because I, you know, I've tore this hamstring twice and um, I'm still only a few months out. So we're not pushing things too, too much because, you know, flat courses are great for my injury. The uphill, that's the one, the last thing I was allowed to do is running uphill. So we're not going to yeah. do, you know, try to kill ourselves for anything for the 2021 season. So this year, I think it's just really trying to get in as much mileage as we can, um, you know, really fine tune those yep. obstacles that aren't my strengths. And then, you know, 2022 will be that season. I can't wait for 2022 uh, for myself, many other athletes. Um, yeah. I can't wait. And I can't wait to also see not only you out there, Susan, but also to see another fellow uh, teammate of yours, Leanne. Yeah. Yeah. To see Leanne out there. I'm so stoked to see her and cheer for her. Uh, and also, uh, Badass Moms of OCR, if you're listening, of course yeah. you I love you guys. Yeah. I, I mean, they're all beasts. Like, I've never, I've never met Leanne, but like... <laughs> She's a beast. So she's, you know, yeah. she's great to like look to and see her stuff just online. But yeah, we haven't even met yet. So we'll, we'll hang out in uh, Blue Mountain. I can't wait to see you both there. And also the badass moms of OCI girl, girls, I will never forget you to see them there. But to see you both out there uh, and having that, that fire. And because seeing you and seeing her and talking to both of you, it's like you guys have this fire and I can't wait. Like me and the wife, we can't, and a lot of people, we can't wait to see you guys go there, stand in line, toe the line with all these other Spartanets, <laughs> Spartanets, yeah. and totally. out there and run and rate and cheer for you guys. It's just, just I'm truly excited and I can't wait. Now with you, you're going to be doing the beast. That's a, that's a Canadian national series. The last one. Yeah. I'm going to be cheering for you. Oh, my Thank God. You. Can't wait to see you run it. Yeah. And so how do you feel now with, you know, having a talk with, with Sean, having this new program, uh, training? How, how do you feel? Yeah, I would say, I mean, because I wasn't expecting to win podium, like, because I almost missed a flight, like, trying to get, you know, all that. So yeah. I'm going into these not expecting anything. I'm just... <laughs> no expectations. I think it's just, I'm going to be really, really focused on what I need to do, what I need to do when I'm racing, how I need to, I mean, big thing for me being a new runner without the experience is I'm we're really going to have to know pacing strategies, making sure yeah. I'm feeling well. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm not thinking about the end. I'm not, you know, I just want to get through it and like, are you, you know. excited? Are you also excited for the, for the carries that you're going to be doing uphill? No, I mean, we'll see how it goes, but like, that's what I mean, is like, 
I don't know what's coming whatsoever. So I'll go there and they'll tell me what to do. And I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to. Uh, hey, Sean. Sean. Don't forget to I tell mean, her. It's going <laughs> to show up in my training plan. I know that. Uh, everything's uh, intentional. If he puts it down on paper, yeah. it's because he's like, this is too for this. Yeah. So like our climbing today, like. I mean, it, it's just, it's still, you know, we're easing back in after the week, but like, I know next week. It, yeah. Oh yeah. You know what, Sean, I have known Sean. I've seen him race. Um, uh, you know what? He's got everything covered for you. That's the yeah, beauty yeah. about this man that I, I love this yeah. guy. He, yeah, him, awesome. uh, his training, uh, and what he's done with many athletes, he's going to have you nice and prepared, ready and prepared for that. Yeah for that particular race that you're going to do yeah. that specific race. Um, so I am confident in yeah. his skills and, 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 and his teachings and in what he's got for you. Um, yeah. There's, you know, I do a lot of training on my own, yeah. but I also do a lot of training with all one, one Academy with a good friend of mine, a close yeah. friend, Jesse Bruce, um i go to his classes and it just helps me so much because you can't do this by yourself no just having mind. yeah i don't i there's no way i would do this by myself it's just having someone i'm a really good student i told sean that when we first started working together if you tell me to do something i'm gonna do it yeah. so i think just having you know i think if you have a coach you have to trust them you have to trust their process trust what they say um, you know, and I, I fully trust what Sean does. I think he's an awesome coach and, you know, it's, I mean, it's worked so far, so I have and no I, reason not to trust it. You know, and I see that drive, that focus and commitment in you. And so having those three things can really make you dangerous for a lot of other athletes, because <laughs> when you have, when you're hungry, when you have that fire, when you have that, that thirst and, and you, you know, you, you already tasted what it is to be up in the podium. So you want it again, and it doesn't matter oh, yeah. what kind of course it is. You just want it. Yeah. And to have those three things, that focus, drive, and commitment, you know, yeah. that can really set you apart from the rest. And with the right totally. training and the right people to surround you, that supportive system to surround you yeah. and lift you and you're good and you're bad will only make you that much stronger every time yeah. you step onto a course. Yeah. That's what I'm noticing. The Ozark community is just phenomenal. Like everyone is just awesome. Like, so yeah. here's a question for you. What sure. motivates you? Who inspires you? Who's your biggest inspiration? You know, I mean, my mom is a really cool woman. So I'll say <laughs> she's really awesome. But like, I can't even say, because I don't like to look at other athletes. I don't like to pay attention to what they're doing. I like don't like to watch. Their, I mean, you know, I support them, but I don't. So it's almost like, it's not me. It's just, I want to be better than the person I was yesterday. So I don't have, you know, what drives me is, is just, I want to do my best. Doing less than that is just not an option. So that's the best quote I've heard. And that's the best quote that was given to me, you know, yeah. um, it, it goes, um, be the best you can be, be the best for you, be better than you were yesterday. Don't worry about being the best or beating other people. That's not going to yeah. get you anywhere. Yeah. So I'm not, you know, I don't focus on what other athletes are doing. Yeah. You know, I, I support them. I think they're awesome. Um, yeah. but I just, 
you know, I told Sean, even I'm like, I don't look at other people's stuff. I don't, I just need to focus on what I'm doing. Cause that, you know, the minute you're focused on what are they doing? What are they doing? It takes away from your focus on what you need to do. You know, you, when you say that I had, um, I fell into that trap once a couple of years ago. I, um, I think it was last year or the year before that I fell into that and I reached yeah. out to Sean and yeah. Sean will tell you, uh, we had a nice talk and he talked me out of it because I was focused on somebody that I'm trying to chase in the U S yeah. who is an amazing athlete who I adore, uh, not adore, who I respect. He's yeah. a really, and he's a, he's a good friend and I adore, uh, but I'm chasing him. And so I got yeah, into yeah. that mind state where, uh, okay, what is he training? What is he doing? And then it, it wasn't helping me at all. And then Sean came yeah. in and I spoke with him and he got me out of it. And it's, don't worry about the things you can't control. Worry about the things you can. Worry about the present moment, where you are with your training and the people that surround you. That's going to help you um, yeah. catapult you and move forward and get you to where you are. So that's a great way of thinking. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to lose that. Like I, the pressure's there too much. And I think it, you know, I mentioned I have a dance background and it, it comes down to, I never watched people's performance that I was against. So I was, you know, competing in dance, I'm backstage turned the other way. I don't want to know how you're doing. I don't watch you. I don't care. I only am focused on, and I'm not to say I don't like you, you know, I support you, but in that moment, I'm just really focused on what I need to do. Yeah, of course. Now, what, into, what are you looking forward to 2022? Is there a specific race that you're looking forward to? in 2022? I would say 2022. So right now I know I qualify for a lead. I mentally and experienced is not ready to make that leap. Um, 2022, definitely I plan, I would like to, you know, transition to more elite, but um, I would say, you know, I've only done Spartan races. So I think in 2022, I really want to focus on some of the different types of races to round out my, you know, overall athleticism. And I know those are really big heavy. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just, you know, I really look to Sean to be like, where do I go? What, what do I say? <laughs> Tell me what to do. Uh, so really 2022, I just want to do everything and, uh, a lot of it and then do my best and see where I best place and best fit in as an athlete. And, um, I would say, yeah, so I, yeah. I, I was going to say, you should come with me then to, uh, I may be going to Jacksonville, hoping that everything's, you know, is back to normalcy uh, yeah. at Jacksonville, because that's a race that I've been wanting to do for many years. And I just, it, yeah. there's it, it ne- a, a good time never presented itself. So I, I could yeah. never go with the yeah. pandemic and, uh, and on top of everything. It's like, oh my God, I hope that in 2022 yeah. that we're back to normal, borders open, we can... Yeah safely travel and we can go do the things we love so hopefully i can do jacksonville uh but that's up in the air so here let me ask you i'm gonna play a game with you before we before we end so i'm gonna ask you five quick questions nice i love it okay i need you to answer them really quick okay okay so what is your okay you ready I'm totally ready. I'm like, I'm like, this is a competition. So I'm like, okay, let's focus. <laughs> Favorite obstacle? I got to say the Z wall. I thought you were going to ask me about this today. And I was on the Z wall and 
I like the rig stuff, but man, I can cruise through as well. Okay. Favorite food or drink? Oh my God. Ice cream. <laughs> Favorite 80s movie? Oh, I was born in the 80s. I don't know. Let's go with Ghostbusters. Okay. The only one I got. <laughs> uh, favorite uh, race distance? Oh, 5K. I'm going to go with it. Okay. Um, are you excited for Blue Moon? I'm equal parts nervous <laughs> and excited, but I know that it's going to come together to be like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to tick all I my perfect boxes. I truly see that. And once again, I can't wait. Me, you know, we can't wait to see you toe the line, see you and toe the line and running and, and be able to cheer for you and see, you know, what you can do. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. Yeah. I'm like, me too. I, I'm excited to see what I can do because I have no idea. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> and so I, 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 you and Leanne, I can't wait to see you guys. Yeah. And so I'm so proud of what you've done. Congratulations yeah. to you at Spartan Red Deer. You did amazing and so okay and so we can't wait now for everybody for people that are listening and watching and they want to reach out to you ask you questions about your races about your nutrition yeah. that you know you know just ask you questions pick your brain yeah. how can they reach you where can they go yeah probably the best place is um uh my instagram which is susan mcfarlane rd think so i changed it a while ago but by all means send me you know if you have nutrition questions if you want to reach out to me um i do have a website too so uh, i work in a group practice now but i still am able to see people if they want to work with a dietitian by all means so it's just my name susan mcfarland nutrition.com um those are probably the best places uh to find me and of course you know Kenotos Garvis, and i'm sure i'll be hanging out there yeah if you guys want to see her live, Spartan Blue Mountain, October yeah. 22nd, Third. 20, 23rd to the 25th, I believe it's what it, it, it's when it's on, at Blue Mountain. Yeah. If you guys yeah. want to see her, come join her. Partake in the event. Register. Yeah. Sign up. Come do an open heat. Come do an age, an age group heat, which is the competitive lead, or you can do a lead. Well, no, not a lead because you have to qualify for that. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, almost give you guys the wrong info so come partake come watch her there's going to be so many other athletes remember guys this is the place that the ocr world championships took place back in 2016 2017 it's a beautiful place it's it's an amazing it's it's an amazing place and it's going to be epic it's going to be like no other it's going to be the last canadian um run ocr run here spartan run here in canada so until 20 uh 2022 so yeah. Um, for all of you guys that want to also reach out to Susan, you know, now, you know, give her a shout, reach out, ask her any questions, or you can always send yeah. it to us and we'll forward it to Susan. Yeah, Susan um, for those that are, uh, do, you, do you have any shout outs that you would like to give? I would have to say you've shouted them out, but those badass moms, they're the reason I did the super. Like I was going there just to do one race and they were like, what no you're not like they're so awesome and yeah. like just pushing you to where they, they see your potential if you don't so you yeah. know the whole ocr community is awesome i'm grateful to my gym ocr academy you know sean of course and sean's girlfriend deserves a shout out because she she's yeah. like she gave me a lot of support and like encouragement mm -hmm. and just she's awesome too so you know what yeah 
She yeah. is truly kind, awesome, warm. Uh, just she is truly, and, and you know what? She's always smiling. She's, oh yeah, she's that's great. great. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah. Her between her and Sean, they just you're you know they really help to just bring the anxiety down right away. They're exactly. Just so calm all the time. <laughs> I mean, maybe got this not power inside. about them. <laughs> Yeah, they're just so calm and collected, and it yeah. just is such a good energy to be around. She is, and she's so, oh, yeah, she's, no, she's so kind and sweet. Yeah. Um, for everybody that's listening and watching, I hope you guys learned as much as I have. This is Susan McFarlane. Guys, reach out. And also, if you want to see her, come and, you know, come as an spectator and watch her run. Uh, she's going to be doing the Beast or come and partake in the event, the Spartan Blue Mountain in October 23rd yeah. to the 25th. Guys, um, other than that, Susan, thank you so much for coming on to OCR Unlimited, for sitting down with me to I can talk to you, get to know you. It's You know, we didn't really have that much time when we saw each other, when we were introduced yeah. at Red Deer. But you know, seeing what you've done and just so happy for you and to have this opportunity to sit with you and talk to you and get to know you is, is truly a pleasure and an honor. Yeah, um, vice versa. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You enjoy the rest of your day and you yeah. take care. And, and everybody, um, guys, thank you for listening and watching. Um, practice social distancing, get vaccinated, please, and be safe. Uh, I will yeah. talk to you soon. So take care. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Take care.